My next guest is none other than Ambrose Guerrero, a BJJ practitioner, son of a musician, husband, and a father. Yeah, you were mentioning uh, your cabin. So what were you getting? Um, you and Bernard. We're, we're going to start compaction tomorrow on our, on our foundation. What's, uh, what's that? Uh, we basically dug out <clears throat> um, the whole foundation because there was a bunch of trees and roots. Oh yeah. So we removed all the dirts where dirt where the um, shed is going to be. Yeah. And then we put in these uh, in Swedish they're called plinta. You know the. Ah uh, uh, okay. They, they hold. They basically they're going to hold. The, um, the supports that will actually hold the shed. Yeah. So we put those in place, leveled everything out, and tomorrow I'll put all the dirt back and compact it all, nice and okay. hard. So it's been fun. So you're so you're uh, done with the the fence. No, this is the foundation. Oh, okay, okay. This is just the yeah, the hole under the under the shed. Under the house. Okay. Yeah, what's going so to how, be how much? How, how much is that? I mean, like, uh, is, is it a lot or? Uh, I'm, no, I have no, no idea how how it is going. So, <clears throat> to be honest, I am actually not in charge of. Uh, <laughs> I'm not project managing this job. That's actually uh, my sister-in-law. Uh, right. So. As far as cost, I'm not really sure what they've spent so far. Okay. I'm just, uh, yeah. In charge but of you're going to do it 6 in the morning? I'm picking up Berna tomorrow at 6.30 to pick right. up a machine. Okay. Bauhaus. Yeah. Did they open that early? 7. 7, all right. Yeah. So, yeah. But we're going to the one in Bernstock because it's the only one that has an electric uh, compactor. Okay. Because apparently How, you can't use gas ones at these uh, at these um, cabin, uh, you know, what do you call it? Uh, the 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 area. The area, yeah. Where okay, uh, where all these cabins are located, they have these rules, and you can't use any gas-powered equipment. Oh, which is weird because we rented, we actually rented some gas-powered equipment. And I was trying to use it all day Thursday, and it kept breaking down on me. Yeah, it was good, it didn't work. Or else we put it, we could have gotten in trouble. So we um, we found out later. After <laughs> what was, it, was it someone who they complained or something? Or no, no. What? We actually asked one of the neighbors for some help with something, and then yeah. he came over and he saw the machine was sitting there. Uh, and he's okay. like, "Oh, you can't, you can't really use this right now on Saturday." That's five, that's five to ten. <laughs> yeah, you can't use it on like Saturday. Regulation. He's uh, actually, his, he actually said it was weird. He said. You can't use this on Saturday or Monday. And I was like, okay. So well, this is pretty weird. Tuesday, Friday. <laughs> he's like, no. What? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you can't use it from first of May to the first of October. And then I was like, what? I said that can't be right. <laughs> so Berna looked it up online, and sure enough, uh, yeah, those are the rules. That's some weird you rules. Gas-powered equipment from the first of April to the first of May. And that's it. But it's like that. It's like is that period during the opening hours, and then after that is like the closing closing time. No, I mean no. what's what's the reason? It, they don't want any gas powered equipment, so it has to be electric. Everything has to be electric. Your lawnmowers, your trimmers, everything you use on site has to be electric. It can't be gas powered. So. Um, you mean saws, machinery, right? Machinery, yes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, not. I'm thinking about because I'm thinking like grills and <laughs> it's like there's like no, ga no, gas no, grills, grills right gas grills are okay but they don't even allow fire fire pits which that's pretty weird a big bummer yeah yeah but 
I We're mean, work work around all that. <laughs> yeah, this it's but what is like? Is there like official rule book that you get, or is like everything online? Um, I'm I'm sure there's actually a rule book. <laughs> it's just that you know, Somewhere dusty. The, cab, the cabin has been in the family already for 15 years, and then uh, <laughs> you know, it's just now that the girls are actually kind of inheriting it or, or yeah. over it. So um, that's awesome. We we we're not really aware of what's in the rule book, just kind of by you know what's been told to us by our. Yeah. Then a random mom. random guy yeah, comes up. You can't you can't do that. It's five to ten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But um, so so, so what have you what ha, what the what's left of you guys to do? Oh, you got uh, the foundation. Yeah. So after the foundation on Thursday, we actually get the um. The actual cabin or the yeah. shed will come in, yeah. and then uh, Burn and I, and I think Mercer will start assembling it on Thursday, okay, Friday, and then hopefully by Saturday we'll be ready to paint the outside because it's not treated yeah. wood. So we're gonna paint the whole exterior, and then um, it's gonna sit for a week, and then next the following week, uh, Ralph is actually gonna come and help us frame all the walls on the inside. All right. Um, That's the awesome. Christians come, yeah. Ralph and maybe Aram, and we'll make a little party out of it. <laughs> just come and do the framing real quick. Uh, do the walls and uh, the interior wall for the for the bathroom, and then um, and then after that, um, the electricians can come in, run their stuff. The plumbers can do their stuff. Yeah. And then we insulate, um, drywall or whatever we're going to use as wall covering. Yeah. Flooring, paint. And then it's a done dealy. But so, but it, but uh, everything's estimated to be done this season, right? Oh, before we're hoping to use it by before July. Before Tuesday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. But have yeah. you have you uh, encountered any problems? Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> bad labor. It's because it's it's me, <laughs> me, me and Bernard doing all the work, and and actually Marissa too. But it's been how's fun. that going? How, how are they? Oh, are they? Are they, they good? They work hard. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Uh, Berna was digging with me for like a few days. Yeah. Uh, Marissa's been out there ripping up trees and stuff like that, bushes and all kinds of stuff with me. And then, um, yeah. and then setting these these uh, plinta. Oh man, they're mm. they're not light. They're heavy. Uh, there was twenty four <laughs> of them. Uh, And uh, you know they all have to be level, and I, yeah. I've never done the work before. I've always overseen it. Yeah, I've been oh, in charge okay. of construction. I I hire crews to do the work. I don't really, yeah, ever really. Uh, But do you, the work at least myself. you know how the process goes. I yeah, mean, like I yeah. have no idea how yeah. what, what's going on. I, I you know I've seen it done a million times. It's just yeah. doing it myself is is always a little bit tricky. Yeah. So in the end, we were we had all our our lines, all our uh, string lines up, and then. Um, I was off in one corner, mm. and I couldn't figure it out. To me, everything looked square and plumb. Yeah. Then I um, we called the neighbor. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's when he came over. Older guy, I think he's been in construction before. So he came over and he was looking. He he, he told us, you know, grab a long beam and let's run it. And it turned out my string was just off on one on actually on, on yeah on one corner. Yeah. So when we fixed that one corner, everything everything squared up. So. Uh, 
then it was then it was perfect then we started setting everything on saturday and we banged it out real quick wow. uh with marissa and burn and, so. and your name your neighbor sounds like a cool guy i mean yeah yeah he's real good we've done work together yeah. we did uh, we actually did the siding on the, the main cabin yeah. together last year him and i uh for my mother-in-law so yeah but is he i mean uh is their cabin like newly newly renovated as well no he's been he's constantly working on his cabin okay like, like every year i think he's project. redoing it yeah yeah constantly. Yeah. like right he put in a little pool so he's oh, building nice. a deck around the pool wow and uh you know he, he does like he does a lot of woodwork by himself yeah. so yeah it's, yeah good guy to have and he has a lot of tools uh, power tools that i don't have uh, that's and pretty that handy father-in-law doesn't have so i can borrow stuff from him when i need it like a chainsaw and yeah things, that's so. pretty good because yeah. otherwise you, you have to like rent right yes or that's, buy uh, <laughs> yeah but yeah i don't know what are you going to do with this afterwards <laughs> i'm sure we'll use it, use it. <laughs> we're going to do the cabin we're going to do the main cabin next year I think. <laughs> rebuild it again the, we're gonna, yeah we're going to tear down the old one and uh and rebuild a new one yeah. Oh, that's, that's like next year's project. Yeah, but I don't think we're going to do it ourselves. This was just because okay. this one is small. It's only fifteen square meters, so yeah. you know. So you're gonna so you're gonna tear tear down the whole cabin, yeah. like, and build build a new one. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. the new regulations allow us to build much taller, so we oh. want to build one with a loft. Oh. So like two floor, two floors. Yeah, not not quite two oh, okay, story, loft, but you know loft, you yeah. can have a little you know a little sleeping yeah. area up there for the kids, yeah. uh, and the big kids. <laughs> so. But is I because uh, I've been in the area, but I haven't seen a cabin that big. Have you have you seen? Um, like a loft. Yeah, area? there um, uh, there's quite a few new cabins in in our um, in our area, yeah. that um, are much taller now. Because oh, people were th originally remodeling, but then when people realized that, oh, you can go, you can actually go up to four, I think it's four meters, 30. Wow. That's, that's yeah. Nice. So people are like, oh, then we're going to, we're going to build way, way taller. You know, so it looks, it also looks good when you have these vaulted ceilings, open ceilings. Yeah. yeah. You know, it just makes the build, makes the room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. It's a little bit uh, bummer that you can't be there during the winter time right you're not yeah. they're not allowed to be there um there are or? people that live there okay they've installed water tanks do they pay to like uh, against the association rules but um you know i think a lot of people are happy that people live there 20 you know or, or yeah exactly uh, i think that's so you know people can like uh, go around and check out the area so but but I'm thinking like if you if you're not living there during winter time, then maybe <clears throat> you don't have to think about you know isolation all that all that stuff. Maybe I don't know. No, always. Okay. <laughs> you should always think about insulation. I'm like you. Like you just have a, like a plywood here and you're done. <laughs> sure, if you just if you don't care, but you want it. You know, and of course, Berna wants everything to be aesthetically pleasing and beautiful. Yeah, of course. You know, she she has you know, of course, all the girls they all have their ideas of what what the summer house should look like. So yeah. the cabin should look like. So um, it's going to well, look really good. The garden is going to look really are, nice. Everything. Are you like aware of uh, how you do it in the U.S. and how you do it like here? I don't know Swedish building laws. Okay. But, um, 
there was nothing to learn. There was nothing to, to to learn for this job. You know, there's no yeah. code needed. Uh, I guess there's really no code for these things. It's like they they didn't really need any plans. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, Ronald actually did the plans. Your first right. guest, <laughs> he did our plans for us real real quickly, just like a, a site plan and a, I think like a building height, <clears throat> and the city approved it. So he's like uh, your dealer. Yeah, dealer for all the the council <laughs> building council yeah. stuff. I got but you. The, um, the electricians know what they're doing, and the plumbers uh, know what they're. Doing. We're not yeah. doing that work, so that's really where the code comes in handy, or that you need to know the law because if you get that wrong, you have issues. So, but we're not but, doing um, that. If you get it wrong, is how, do you get like kicked out, or do you get a fine, or what happens? No, I, I don't think so because I'm I'm pretty sure there's people there that have some subpar workers working there. I actually yeah. know some I've met some people there that have had some pretty crappy workers work there. Yeah. And you know, nobody really comes to inspect it. So okay. it's you know, it's up to you to you know unless somebody is reports it, right? Yeah, but it's it, the, the issue at the end of the day is do you want to deal with subpar work you know yeah. you, you want to because at some time at some point it's going to bite you in the butt yeah that's true so never settle for subpar work you know no that's of course not say, don't cut costs that's what i would always tell my bosses cutting costs for what reason you know it's going to bite <laughs> you in the butt and it always does so uh, just hire the professionals to do the work the proper jobs everything yeah. else that you know but have you have you been uh, have you already been planning like uh, for next year or you just want to get this year done first and then yeah. then you can plan? Yeah, we'll, we'll plan it when we start the barbecues this summer. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we're just uh, we're just uh, focused on this project, and then yeah. uh, and and I think Berna's really thinking about the garden as well, and then the cabin. Yeah. She has some ideas, but we haven't looked into an actual. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Because um, she's buying pre pre uh, prefab. It's already made. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? So you just you ba they basically just ship it to you and then you assemble it. Yeah. Or you can hire someone, or they can send someone to assemble it for you. But we're doing it in our case. Yeah. So um, we haven't found a company or a particular house that we like, but uh, I know we're going to hire some company that's going to come out and end up just building it for us. And then mm. maybe the in the interior stuff we'll do ourselves. Yeah. But. Did you hear? Um, Do you hear about Ralph's uh, garden? That the person that originally lived there, like in the eighties or something, nineties. There's like the, the the person that lived there had like a Japanese themed garden. Yeah, you heard about it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was you like, can kind wow. of see. Yeah, exactly. Left. You yeah, you can see like uh, the remnants. So, but yeah, the the people after them, <laughs> the ones before Ralph, they <laughs> definitely did up. not take care of the place. Yeah, no, no they didn't give a shit. It's such a nice house. I like yeah, the house. Yeah, super nice, super nice. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm wondering what Berna is thinking of. You know, what, what she, is she like the sole, uh, dedicated person to the garden, or do you guys she, have like she's, ideas? She's, she's in charge. She's in charge of the oh, garden. So it's right, the 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 PM on this job is Berna, yeah. and then the financial, <laughs> I believe the financial person is. Marissa, I believe this is how it's working, and then I'm doing the. You're just the cheap labor. Lab, the labor. <laughs> cheap labor guy. We're all the labor, 
actually we're all working together yeah so of course of course yeah. and, and they work they work hard man there's no joke yeah. they're, you know, uh, they're, they're definitely yeah. doing some backbreaking work with me so i believe you yeah because oh, i'm thinking like uh if <clears> they're like asking you for yeah what do you think about this in the garden blah 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 do you have like ideas or are you like yeah whatever <laughs> uh, if it's if it's um if it's um aesthetics yeah not so much i don't yeah. you know it's up to them if it's um something more like you know can it be done the difficulty of doing it yeah that's where i kind of oh, okay say uh, you know if it's just like uh, oh you know what do you think about you know drought resistant plants versus them that yeah that's up to them totally Pla know. plastic plants outside <laughs> outdoors whatever saves water yeah <laughs> no but so. because uh um whenever christina's re renovating a room or something and and she asked me something i'm like oh whatever floats your boat <laughs> yeah, right? i have no opinion i'm like okay yeah sure that sounds good <laughs> but uh yeah that's cool sounds like it, things are going pretty smoothly so far so, uh, we're a little so. behind but i think we'll, we'll be we'll be fine by um by thursday as yeah. long as the compaction goes well tomorrow i'm i'm fine i'm not i'm not are behind. you are you guys like impacted by the weather weather as well like if it's raining you um, work or a little bit i mean like uh. it's not we don't want to work too long in the rain so if it starts raining a little bit harder then we, uh. we pack up and leave um but it has it's actually worked out with us pretty well yeah, yeah where we've got a lot done and then it rains in the like later afternoon and by then we're already exhausted so yeah all right uh we're, yeah and tomorrow's supposed to be like you know beautiful so or warm warmer than usual so yeah yeah i hope so man yeah. like today super cold it's really weird weather what what, what do you do with sia um when like you during the times you guys work or like uh um, do you drop her off or... my mom's here she's usually uh -huh. in preschool but um oh yeah yeah of course because of course. uh yeah, because she's been homesick she's been hanging out with my mom a lot this, yeah. these last two weeks but that's nice yeah so yeah because I, I know that christina mentioned that uh if you, have, if you guys ever feel like dropping her off here play with leia you guys it's it's all good so all right she's on her way <laughs> Just kidding. See you in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Whenever, whenever you guys want. Oh, that's nice. It's nice to hear. Yeah. How's uh, how's your driver's license going? Oh, I got it. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, shit! Congratulations. Yeah. It just How was it? It was good. Uh, I was uh, I took a quick lesson the day before my test, and then I took yeah. one the morning of the test. Yeah, yeah, and uh, but but you had well, how is it now? Because I heard so many changes since you know I took my license, and so what what did you the first thing you had to do first was the Halkan, Halkan right? Yeah, the wet yeah. driving, yeah. yeah, um, yeah, no, the well, yeah, basically, that that what's mandatory is that you take uh, what they call the uh, um. <laughs> it's uh, the, the, no, the uh, theoretical part no it's no part. no it halkan is part of uh there's it's it's two classes now it used to be one right it used to yeah, be yeah. wet driving but now they actually have a theoretical part of it 
Oh, they call it they call it the uh, okay risk risk class. Yeah, risk yeah, risk one and two. It, yeah, one and two. Yeah, so, that have heard. Yeah, yeah, and basically you sit. The first class you sit through is like two hours or three hours, and it's just basically the risks of drinking and driving and uh, doing drugs and driving. So okay, um, and then you do the wet driving, which yeah. is super easy. And, yeah, and then, of course. Then I took my theory test, which was done in February. Yeah. And it just took forever to schedule. How long uh, does that last? The the test? The the theory. Once you've done it, do you have like, oh, you have like a certain amount of time before you. I, I believe it's six months now because six of months, COVID. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Maybe a year. Uh, I know it's okay. a lot. They've extended it but longer yeah. than it used to be. Um, yeah, exactly. Because I remember when I took it, it was like a year or something. Yeah. Oh, but okay. then. But then they reduced it to like a month. I, I'm not sure. Something, yeah, something it, that it was something pretty short that I was surprised yeah. about. But uh, but, but yeah, it makes sense that they extended it. So it took February, March, April. I got my yeah. test at the end of April. Okay. And then um, you know I took a quick lesson with my driving instructor, which pissed me off because I just felt it was a waste of money. And... But he insisted. <laughs> uh, kind of. And, I think and, you know, I think you need to. <laughs> He was nitpicking about a lot of dumb things. I was like, there's no way this stuff would come up in the test. <laughs> sure enough, it came up on the test. Oh, and, shit. Uh, it came, so the good thing is it was the day before the test. Yeah. And then the morning of, we just kind of did a quick review in the uh -huh. very neighborhood that he, the, the driver, the instructor, yeah. uh, the test uh, giver, whatever, uh, yeah. he actually took me to that same exact neighborhood and told me to do a maneuver that my instructor had made me do. And I was like, there's no way they're going to make me do this in the test. <laughs> I was so pissed. I was like, I'm wasting my money here. And then sure enough, he did it. So the next day when I passed my test, I was like, oh, okay, you know what? It's good. I Because I was, I was getting really pissed and frustrated with my, my instructor. Yeah, I can imagine. In the end, I was, I guess it, it all paid off. It's just I had to pay more money than I was expecting. So Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was like a really random thing. He made me come up to the small street and then yeah. turn. He's like, I want you to it's like a it's a four way cross and he's like, I want you to turn around, but it's too small to make a U turn. Okay. So you're okay. supposed to go turn left, then back and then back, back around the corner. Yeah. And then go to add I was like, I would never do that in the States. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily there's no there was nobody in the street, so uh yeah, and then the instructor, the, the actual test, the test guy was really nice. He was like, yeah. he was talking to me about, you know, he's asking me a lot of personal questions. So we, we were just talking you and single, driving. Uh... And, you know, you know, like, <laughs> what do you like to do for fun? And, uh, no. drive, drive up here. Stay here again. <laughs> it's like really turn off the, turn off the engine. Yeah. Zip. <laughs> <laughs> turn on some Barry White or something. Yeah. No, he was, so he you was know, cool. uh, he was I've been cool. lonely, Ambrose. <laughs> I've been, I've been watching you a lot. <laughs> no, he, uh, he, he, he passed me right away. Uh, That's awesome. You know, I was, I was super, super thrilled. Uh, and really, was it hard? Uh, or was it hard to get a slot? The, the, yeah, the, getting this? a slot was the hard part. Yeah. Um, because I tried to book it on my own. And it gave me, a, and this was in February, and it gave me a date of April 6th. And I was like, no way. So I wrote wait, to the wait. traffic school. You, you tried to do it in February, February, and then you got an April, damn. April 6th date. Shit. But then the worst part is, 
I talked to the, the driving school and the driving school is like, oh no, no, we have more, we have access to more dates. So schedule it through us, but we want you to drive with us one more time. <laughs> of course. We drive with you for, two, for a few more weeks yeah. and then we'll schedule your appointment. Well, yeah. by the time my appointment, my driving appointment came, the next available test date was April 28th. So it was even later. So I was so upset. Um, <laughs> And that was another reason why I was just like, I'm, I'm kind of done with this traffic school. But then uh, in yeah. the end, I, I passed the test and yeah. it's, that's it's all that mattered. Exactly. I just can't believe I had to spend so much money for it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as long as, long as you pass it, then it, yeah. I guess it's, I guess it's fun. I guess it's, uh, it's all good. Yeah. So you got the actual license now or you got like a piece of paper? No, I got it. Uh, I passed it on a Thursday. I got my license in the mail on Monday. Damn. I was able to pick it up at the post office on Monday. So, I remember how I had like a piece of paper like for three months or something. Oh. It was all bleached. <laughs> no, they don't yeah, they don't do papers anymore. You could drive around with your um your ID. Oh like so a basically it's all tied to no just your ID. Your Swedish okay. ID, the other one? I didn't have that. Oh I had I had like I had like an my pa my passport or yeah that I didn't have a driver's license then. So, oh. so I got a like a piece of paper that says Like thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait, need to wait like three months. I don't know. They had like maybe one person doing it back then. I, I have no idea. Hilarious. They had to do it, you know, by hand. No, now it's all tied to your social. So that's nice. As long as you show them your ID and they run your social, they're gonna know yeah. that you have a license. So. But what 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 kind of license did you have before when you came here? Was it just an American American yeah, driver's California, license? Yeah, California, California license. Then you always have that. You didn't. You didn't uh, have a Danish no. driver's license. I was no. doing my Danish license in the nineties, and yeah, then uh, then continue with. Back to the states. No, I, I ended up moving back to Cali before I finished. So uh, okay. Um. Yeah, I I uh, moved to Cal California. Moved back to California. Got my license the next like the next day or two days later. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard I heard so, so many stories that yeah, you're basically like driving for five minutes, like you're past. Uh, it was pretty, pretty uh, easy. I think I failed the test, the, the written test, the first time, but then I could take it the next day. So I went <laughs> back the next day, took the test, and I passed it. So uh, that's crazy. Um, and uh, definitely but not it, as hard as the, the written <laughs> test here. But is it like, is it the same? Uh, what was my question? It was like, if, if it's like. Um, I can't. Oh man, I can't. I forgot what I was going to ask. I was comparing the the license license in uh, in Denmark and Sweden, but yeah, you didn't do so much Denmark. Um, what di what different? What were you? What do you mean? The differences? There's yeah. I, no, I forgot. License. I forgot my question. Yeah. So, If but you get your license in Denmark. It, it works here, so you never or any EU country or e, whatever they call it. The e, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. EES or EEC or no, I have no idea. They have some new yeah acronym. But when you did your license in the US, was it with manual or you could just do it? In... Uh, they don't. Um, they don't distinguish. Okay, it's the same. Uh, same. Between, yeah, it's just a license. Yeah. Same. Same, but yeah. different. <laughs> but still the same. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone drives automatic there. So, yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's up to you. Well, you. You take the test in your car. Oh, Tech, okay. So you drive up to the DMV, the Department of Motor Vehicles. You drive up, and then the yeah. teacher, the, the test giver, 
jumps into the car with you and right. then drives around. Okay. Which is weird, right? Because you don't have a license. <laughs> you drive up to school <laughs> with the car. And then, uh, and oh, that's, then that's yeah, you type, drive them around. Yeah, that's kind of how it was. So, uh, but yeah. But is it the that. same? Is it the same in every state? Uh, I, or is it specifically no, LA? Think, that's California. Uh, okay. Oh, California. Every, every state is different. But um, I can't speak on the tests and how the difficulties and what you have to go through in every other state. But I'm pretty sure they're quite similar. But but if like if I take my license in California, I can drive anywhere in the states. Sorry. You can drive anywhere in the states, but as yeah. soon as you move into a different state, they all yeah, have different dude. rules. Like California, if you move to California, yeah. you have to get a California license within okay. ten days of moving to California. Okay. So what a lot of people would do is to I mean they'll keep their whatever other state license, yeah. keep an address in that state because California registration for a car. Is very expensive, okay. so they'll keep their cars registered in another state. Another state, okay. And okay. Act like they're, they're just temporarily in California. Yeah. With the DMV, but, no, but, but nobody checks us out if unless you get pulled over, pulled over. Uh, or? And even so, they have no way of verifying all the different. They're like uh, okay, it's not like yeah, here yeah. where everything's tied together, like all yeah. the different bureaus and systems. They don't yeah. communicate, so you you can just say yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, I just yeah. pulled up the car. Yesterday, so. Oh yeah, I mean, they just. Uh, I I still go back and forth. I you know. Oh I'm yeah, just yeah. Staying here. yeah. I still I still live in Texas, but. Yeah. I'm just uh, I'm just here on a quick job for the month or whatever. They they right. have no way of verifying that. That's crazy. So, There's a crazy rule if if they can't verify it. Yeah. So I just don't know who would even try. <laughs> <laughs> so. But what? But but what if if somebody finds out? Do you get like a fine? What was going? What, what's yeah? That? It's probably a fine. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know what the fine is, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a fine. All right. No prison. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a hefty fine, though. Oh. All fines over there are expensive, man. <laughs> Speeding tickets are no joke. <laughs> I think there fines are here are no joke as well. Yeah. I can't remember. Did Christina get a speedy ticket? Uh, yeah, she. I th- I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to connect. She got a. She got like a speeding ticket for driving like f- three kilometers over the limit or something. Oh yeah, that's something I heard. She got like eight hundred like Kronos. Dang. I'm not sure. Some something like it. Do they put <laughs> points in your driver's license? Do they do um, that no, here? I, I'm not sure. I'm not okay. sure. It's. It feels like. It feels like so. Okay, I'll say never. I'll, I'll never. I'll never say never. But it feels so kind of unjustified that she got the fine because she usually drives pretty legally, while I really drive. <laughs> I drive really above above the law, <laughs> above yeah, but the three limit. Kilometers over the speed limit. That's crazy. That that's that that's really strict. Bother. That's really strict. Yeah, like there isn't going to be another person driving faster than that. You know. <laughs> Right but, away. I mean, three kilometers. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I don't know how what what you know the the limit uh, limits are in that in that case. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. But anyways, you uh, you mentioned as well that uh, you're studying as well, right? Or you you wanted to study? 
I'm studying Swedish. <laughs> but yeah, I am studying. Uh, I'm not sorry. I'm not. I'm hoping to study. Yeah. Um, BIM. Uh, yeah. BIM. So the, so when uh, when are you knowing? They're supposed to let me know by the end of this month. So end of this month. Okay. Uh, next week. This week, hopefully. Oh, okay. Cool. Is this the last week of the month? So yeah. Yeah, next week's last week. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they will. Um, what were the requirements? Um, requirements were actually Swedish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> to, you know, yeah. and like they actually had a requirement for CAD, and. Uh, but have you have you done CAD before? No, I actually haven't. Yeah. No, I've, yeah. I've worked with a little bit with Revit. Yeah. Um. I, I've I've worked around CAD. I've seen other people work with it. Like as I've I've sat there with them and. But I've never physically worked with it myself, so yeah. uh, I heard it's very—it's not hard. You know, I've had no multiple people tell me they could teach me really quickly, and I, and that includes Ronald. But I just haven't taken them up on that offer yet. Yeah. But um, uh, I was able to use my work experience as my prerequisites. So yeah. basically, I think the school got me in on a uh, on a uh, as a. I fit I fit a certain criteria that they needed to uh, a quota that they needed to. Uh, <laughs> so I think they're like, oh hey, look, there's this foreign guy who's applying to our school. <laughs> now we can have a we certified have... multicultural yeah. <laughs> international school of Kunstbacke. <laughs> That's where the school is. It's in by Gothenburg. See, look at this guy, Guerrero. <laughs> yeah. So apart, uh, our part. Apart from our other students, it's called Svensson and yeah. Larson. We got Guerrero here. We'll see. We'll see how it's going to be. But I'm hoping um, that I get in, and I'm hoping that it's still yeah, going to be. A, a, I hope you do. Uh, what do you call it? Distance. Yeah. Um, remote. Remote. Yeah. So I. I I'd Where like is? To... Isn't Kungsbacke like in Stockholm? Gothenburg. Gothenburg. Like two Listen. and a half hours, almost three hours from here. So it's right. three and a half hours. I forget if it's two and a half or three and a half from here. But yeah, it's kind of far. <laughs> so <laughs> if I have to move there, it's gonna suck. Uh, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see what they say in a week. Uh, if I don't get in, then I might look to go to. I might apply in Copenhagen. So mm. um, yeah, we'll see. But what's um? So so what's the difference between what is BIM? I mean, for building information person... modeling. Yeah. What's the difference between that and CAD? Uh, CAD is a software. Yeah. Okay. So BIM is like it's it's a whole type of uh, uh, it's 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 a it's it's a way of calculating or a, it's a way of <laughs> that's the way to say it. I should know this. Uh, it basically, <laughs> it's, it's it's where they take all aspects of construction, everything from Project management to expenses okay. uh, and actual pre-wiring, actual uh, uh, structural and architectural engineering, all put into one like a, a software. Uh, I guess it's basically just CAD or Revit. Revit use, is uh, also used. Basically, there that it allows uh, a project manager to look at a whole project. Mm. Um, from a financial aspect as well as from a structural and uh, architectural aspect. Yeah. yeah. And 
being able to use this this software and this management tool is supposed to save you or save a, a company a lot of money um, because you're supposed to be able to foresee a lot All of, right. of issues um, with with this system. So yeah. it's it's kind of a newer thing, but it's it's in demand. Yeah. And as you know, okay. Ronald is doing it. And, uh, yeah. But of course, he's an I believe he's an engineer as well. So that's his actual degree, and then. The BIM side, I think, is something he did on the side, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Ron's um, like the, the the one man restaurant. Yeah, he's like he's, the he's like the, the guy that takes. Yeah, can I have your order? And then he goes back to the kitchen, cooks it, <laughs> makes it. <laughs> yeah, and then delivers oh, it cool. yeah. <laughs> with his drone. But he's a uh, yeah. Uh, I I won't have his engineering background. No, uh, no, no. But I I can I can do the, I'll be able to do a lot of the same stuff. Uh, yeah. From from a, from the computer, but um, would would you if you get into this program, would you be learning CAD and Revit even more? Yes. Or yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd be working off of that. Okay. Um, and in depth because it's 3D modeling of of the project. Mm. It's uh, looking at all your how everything is installed. Mm -hmm. How everything your pre wires, you know, all the where the electrical wires run. Yeah. You should be able to foresee any uh, hindrances, anything that's going to, yeah. you know, become an issue yeah. before you actually get into the field. Yeah. So, um, you know, you should be able to save money in, in, in change orders. Uh, yeah. You're not going to have people saying, oh, well, we came, you know, we, we, we hit a snag. It's going to yeah. cost, you know, X amount of money to, to fix it. You should be able to foresee all that. Yeah. Um, you know, but we, did you... if you use BIM. Didn't, didn't you do that kind of work back in LA? What uh, kind of work did was, you do in LA? I was a project manager for a developer. Yeah. Um, so I was in, in charge of construction, on, mostly on site. Yeah. Um, but I helped with the project management before. So gathering all the bids and some lumber takeoff and all these different things that we needed to order, material to uh, orders and so forth. But um, <clears throat> then I would be on site. Mm. From day one, from the demolition, all the way to the finish. Okay. Um, it could be one site, it could be multiple sites, but I would try to be there. I'd be there every single day, yeah. stopping in, checking in, meeting with each the, the, of the suppliers, vendors, the subcontractors. Uh, it could be an engineer, it could be building uh, in, uh, inspector. Yeah. Deputy inspectors. I meet with anybody uh, about the jobs, um, and then I will go. I'll make sure that. Everybody's following the plans. Um, I'll meet with the owners, the investors, whoever mm -hmm. wants to meet with me and show them the property, show them what's being done. If there's any issues, I communicate between You're the, like the subcontractor and the engineers or architects. If we need to change something yeah. or the, you know, if there's the city has an issue or we need to have an issue with the city, I, I, I mediate. Yeah. So yeah, I basically handled uh, everything um yeah for the project, oh, project. Man. Yeah. Man, but uh, I, it wasn't my job to i could yeah i guess i could foresee some things but it wasn't my job to foresee things uh, you know so far and he, they didn't make me say hey look at the plans and tell me if there's any issues with that that wasn't <laughs> my job we no, have no. structural engineers we had architects yeah did their job um but you know we if we did hit, find a uh a problem in the field 
then I would communicate it to the right people and then we okay. would resolve it. Yeah. Keep going. So, and I always hit my deadlines. So it was nice. Or even, you know, yeah. we would finish projects uh, much earlier than, than uh, we thought we would. So, I hope you, I hope you uh, get into the program. Hope you get an answer. Hope you get an answer this week. I hope so too. I, I, uh, yeah. I'm tired of waiting. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how's, uh, how's your Swedish class going? It's all right. Yeah, I think it's going good. Yeah. Um, we had a test last week, so I'm, I'm in course C. I'm hoping to go to course D by, uh, by July. I'm hoping. Okay. What, what, what's yeah. that? What it's do you just, do in course the, D? Course D is just a more advanced course. It's, I think it's the okay, last okay. one in SFE. And then yeah, after yeah, yeah. that, I can go to come books and do actual gymnasium level or high school ah, okay. level or whatever they call it uh swedish which i may do if i don't get into this course so okay. we'll see what i uh, have you seen um have you seen this this one that's <laughs> a real is there audio what is there audio? It's an old, old show. No, but I don't hear anything. Oh, do you not hear any audio? No. Wait. <laughs> it's super I can't hear fun. anything, but uh, I can. Yeah, I... I'll send you a link. Uh, otherwise, I think the the, the viewers, <laughs> whoever's watching, can see it. But it. <laughs> It's it's an old show. It's, um, yeah, it's super funny. <laughs> Got the shark. Super funny. Speaking about it, LA, um, I was I was wanted to ask uh, how how you ended up. I, I know it's your your parents moved moved to to LA and stuff, but you but you grew up in in DK first, or was it in LA, and then you moved to DK? I was born in Copenhagen. Yeah. And moved to LA when I was six, nineteen eighty-two. Okay. And then, uh, okay. Uh, so my dad, uh, who's Filipino, moved to LA when he was fifteen. And then when he was twenty, he moved to Copenhagen. Okay. He okay. Was in a musical group. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, together with his cousin and yeah. uh, another guy who was the lead singer was Danish. So they ended up in Copenhagen. Yeah. Uh, or in Denmark, actually, in Abeltoft, in Jutland, um, ah, in nineteen sixty-five. Okay. Wow. So my uncle and my dad were one of the two first Filipinos in in Denmark. Um, wow. In 1965, I think there was like two other ladies that were yeah. married to Danes before then. Before yeah, before them. So my dad was in in Denmark since 1965, and my mom from Italy moves to Denmark in the early 70s. And I think she was working at in Copenhagen. Yeah, in Copenhagen, she was working at one of the hotels and. Uh, and then there was, a, I think, um, there was, you know, there's a lot of Filipinos working in the hotels back in the seventies. Yeah. And, uh, my mom was invited to a party and that's where she met my dad. It was a Filipino party, I guess. And yeah. my dad was there. And, and your uh, dad, you're like, your dad, you brought off the guitar. It's like, Oh, no, no, he wasn't. He, he, he actually had like, he had like long hair and a big old mustache. Like, oh, the stash. stash. And, uh. <laughs> He he was I think he was really attracted to my mom, so he followed my mom home. Or I don't know if he followed her home, but he something like he, 
he was he was uh yeah he was really trying to impress my mom and then uh yeah she told him like she didn't like mustaches and stuff i think he shaved it oh, off really her, and he had had it like he had this you know really big mustache yeah. he shaved it off for her and then uh wow yeah one thing led to another and then i was born yeah exactly <laughs> exactly you 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 and uh, my brother and whole other yeah. whole other people uh, yeah. how, how how was everybody back then i mean you guys you all, all of you guys my brother you like uh, Wes and everybody Peter and everybody you other guys how how was everything back then so were you the, guys the, all in the same neighborhood or how, in the how 90s no in like when you were born uh, like no getting... I, didn't, I didn't i didn't actually know i didn't know anybody <laughs> so we <laughs> we we were i was born in norbro yeah and at that time my dad um only hung out with um a couple of filipinos and it was okay. um it was you know jeremy jeremy yeah yeah it was his dad was my dad's best friend yeah. and then my uncle my uncle sunny who yeah. passed away and um and a, a few not too many other filipinos because there was always a lot of fights in the 70s and my dad just he didn't want to be around that drama uh, yeah okay and uh so he wasn't really hanging with too many filipinos so yeah. he knew everybody yeah but i wasn't really raised around very many people i i i knew germs because of uh, dad yeah, and of maybe a handful of other people like eugene torres and stuff like that but when i moved away at six like i and when i moved back and when i moved back to denmark in 1992 yeah i didn't know anybody so i had to um i went and played basketball with eugene once and tried yeah. to meet some people and and it just didn't really pan out and yeah. then um it wasn't until i went to school with wes in 1994 in ibb that uh you know wes and i became friends and then mm. um <clears throat> after i left ibb or after uh, yeah ibb that's when wes and i started hanging out yeah like regularly so this is not till 1996 97 yeah and he introduced me we started he started telling me hey there's going to be these filipino parties in copenhagen come with me so i was you know everyone knew me as wes's friend and then um i started to hang out with people like on my own like yeah. uh, bjorn bellardo jun jun yeah. yeah. and all these different guys i started be, uh, becoming you know good friends with everybody on my own yeah. and um and of course just you know got to know more and more people and, yeah, then, exactly. and then i got to know everybody in sweden in 1997 and that of yeah. course started a whole different chapter in my life Exactly. Uh, meeting of course your brother and your sister and yeah. everybody back in the day and that's when we started partying so it wasn't it wasn't until like 97 that i started but weren't, partying weren't with you everybody. weren't you like yeah but i remember i remember you and I, maybe not remember but yeah you grew up in the same neighborhood whatever like that no not even that <laughs> no 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 because i lived i no we i didn't live in anywhere near anybody uh yeah West lived, Where? of course. He lived in the middle of nowhere in Hilhusner. <laughs> when, when I lived, when when I after we, sorry, when I was born, we lived in Norbro. But then we moved out to a small town called Haudrup, which is near Roskilde. Okay. Which is almost just as far out in the middle of nowhere as Hilhusner. Yeah. West lives. Um, yeah. So, it's but we didn't we didn't I didn't even know West West until yeah ninety four. Yeah, you sent him a mention. And then we didn't really hang out really. I mean, we got along really well. 
he was, you know, he was a very different person back then. You know, he was yeah, of course. very much into his studies and I wasn't. And, uh, but we clicked, we bonded and it formed a friendship that's lasted till now. And yeah. of course he introduced me to a lot of people, which I formed a lot of really good friendships with and they've lasted till today. And, uh, you know, married Marissa and, you know, all, all that, you know, I know you all, all that's through West. So, mm. um, but I've stayed friends with, you know, when I moved back to California in 1999, I stayed friends with everybody, your brother. Yeah, exactly. England and your sister as well. And But if we, if we rewind, like yeah. uh, the first time, uh, when did you say you moved, you, you guys moved back to, or you moved back, moved to LA? 82. 82. And uh, what was the reason? Your, you got, your dad got job there or? No, no. You just, my... got, you just wanted to move. No, my grandparents came to Copenhagen yeah. to visit us. Yeah. And or not Cop yeah, they came to Copenhagen to Haldolf actually, to where we were living. Yeah. Which was again in the middle of nowhere. It, winters back then were really cold. Oh, yeah. They came from California and they were like, <laughs> What are you guys doing out here in the middle of nowhere? You have yeah. a huge family in California. Yeah. Everybody wants to you know, they miss you. Yeah. And my mom they're like, Why don't you come to California? And my mom was like, Yeah, let's go to California. Yeah. So my dad said, Okay. Let's move. Let's move. Yeah. So back then it was easier, I guess. Of course. So um, yeah, we picked up, uh, moved to in '82, and then I was raised there. I was I went to school there from '82 to '90. Yeah. And then uh, where in LA do you grew up? Grew up? Oh uh, man, we moved a lot. In the eight years we were there, I moved six times. Okay. So I started off in like West LA, and then we moved to the San Fernando Valley. Uh, and yeah. the San Fernando Valley is a lot of different cities, uh, but yeah. I live mostly in the San Fernando Valley. So you so, moved uh, moved up, moved a lot, a lot of in a lot of schools as well. Yeah, I yeah. changed schools every couple of years. Okay. So I how, went how to, was that? Um, you know, it, I think I've been moving my whole life, oh, so okay. it, it it was nothing new for me. It just felt normal. Yeah. It sucked that I was I never kept friends yeah, yeah. for more than a couple of years, but It was just, it just felt normal, I guess. Yeah. You know? um, so yeah, we moved, we moved around and changed schools all the time. So yeah, I lived in okay. Van Nuys, I lived in Panorama City, North Hollywood, all, all over the, the San Fernando Valley. Mostly. North Hollywood, yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, <clears throat> um, when you when you look back at it now has a lot of things i mean changed or do you feel like it's still the same like Where? before you moved 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 back here to, to europe oh man a lot of uh everything has changed man like <laughs> coming back oh, yeah, this time from from uh la to europe i'd yeah. say you know europe has changed a lot but copenhagen is changed so much in the last 10 years malmo oh oh, oh i mean i mean uh, i mean back in la i mean just LA. Oh, going, yeah sorry when i went back in in uh yeah if you look back now like do you feel like oh man a lot has changed and of yeah. course things have changed but in some way maybe some persons can feel like ah but it's some way it's still the same Nah, it's changed yeah a lot i think la it's um i mean i love it You know, it's still to me, it's my home, but yeah, there's uh, it's it's overcrowded, you know. Yeah, I've heard a lot about that. 
people <clears throat> people are getting more and more crazy over there <clears throat> excuse me and um i think uh i think uh, california changed a lot after after trump became president uh and not in a good way <laughs> and uh it really sucked because you really you started to really feel it you know this this the vibe changed you know and uh i didn't like it and um as soon as my daughter was born i was like this is i don't want to I don't want to yeah. leave my daughter here. I just I, this is not where I want her to but, grow up. But back but back then, you, then then you then you got to see all the riots and stuff. I mean, I, I remember the the riots in the nineties, right? Yeah, I was How? I was in uh, I was in you were Germany. in the riot. <laughs> no, no, I was in Germany actually. I lived oh, in, Germany in Germany when the riot riot happened. Oh, so I didn't okay. I didn't see the riot. I went I went. Uh, Yeah, the riots were '92. Yeah, I was living in Germany 92, during yeah. the riots, and then, uh, yeah. but I went back to LA for the first time in '94. Yeah. Uh, like I was just 18 years old. It was the first time I had been I had come gone back since I had left uh, yeah. in 1990. Okay. And I was, you know, I was a teenager or actually an adult, like 18 years old. So yeah, every everything was different. Everyone was driving around now, getting, you know, yeah. and. Uh, but you could feel the vibe had changed in LA after the riots. You know, just police, Where, you know, was everybody like tense? Was it tense? Yeah. Or? Oh yeah. 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 You had to be, you know, you had to be very careful with what you were wearing. You couldn't like, really. There was so was like, signs, like so it was no baggy more, pants. No it was, saggy it was pants. more uh, chill before the riots. Um. Or chill, but I mean, not not that tense. No, <sighs> no I you know. It's kind of weird to explain how I, I wasn't really living there, but I know that like I think things we got you know it goes in phases. It's always in phases, right? So yeah. um, before the riots, there was like a lot of gang stuff going on, right? Gangs were really heavy after the yeah. riots was still heavy, but it was different. Like, because of the fact that they, there was curfews. Like people couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't be more than a couple people together. And okay. police would, they would come up and break you up. They would, yeah. if you were like four, I think it was if you were more than three people, they would break up the group. Okay. <laughs> so you couldn't do things like, it just, it just changed the dynamics. And then there was always, a, of course, they started pushing all the peace and hip hop and, you know, gang, Pete, love, and like everybody needs to get along, and and it it, it changed a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and of course you couldn't wear the same, you couldn't dress the same way. Like you couldn't rep your your uh, you couldn't wear the same clothing that you would normally wear and get in places because they wouldn't let you in anymore. Because you because you were like it it rep represented yeah anything something. that would look like a little if you even if you weren't gang bang a gang banger yeah if you looked resembled one you wouldn't yeah. be able to get in you couldn't go to a pool a hall you couldn't go to really like the library yet. uh library i don't uh, <laughs> they don't go to libraries bro. <laughs> sorry you, you uh you're representing bloods so you can't come into the library <laughs> uh but uh but yeah it's just you, you know you had to you had to think about how you were dressing now because you wouldn't you weren't able to get in anywhere 
That's crazy. They would—they would basically tell you if you look like a gangbanger, you're not coming in. Anywhere. But were there were there were there only like that against black people, or were like everybody? No, no it's it's not just a black thing. Uh, I mean, in LA, there's it's uh, Filipino, it's Asians, it's yeah. Latino, it's black, it's it's white, it's 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 very there's gangbangers from every nationality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. Um, and back then they looked a specific way. That yeah. was that was the thing, you know. Like, you could you could you could definitely tell a gangbanger was a gangbanger back then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now you can't unless no. they they're like they're rocking all blue or rocking all red, yeah. or they're wearing a bandana or something like that. But you can't tell otherwise because they all rock skinny jeans now. And yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's back in the days it was like dickies, white t-shirts, yeah. shaved head. It was. It was, you know, it was like, yeah. it's like gangbangers had one specific way of dressing yeah. that you knew uh, who you were, right? Yeah, but exactly. Now you can't tell. But but during the riots, you did you still have family in LA? Or? Yeah, yeah. All my yeah. my all my dad's family is out there. Yeah. But they all lived in in areas where they were. It was close, but it didn't affect them. I mean, the okay. riots specifically took place in like. Central, it's very specific, central. yeah. South Central and different yeah. different areas. Um, so it didn't it, it didn't come to the valley. It didn't really come to. I mean, there was different areas that were, uh, you know, minor things happened, but it wasn't like the main riots would happen in a specific area of uh, yeah. LA. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm just checking. Uh, just checking the can find find out wh which areas there were i know there's a like a whole doc document area about this yeah there was actually there was one on netflix like uh, was it last year or something it was really good um yeah but it was um but how did it start out it started out with, uh, with the rodney, murder the rodney right? king yeah rodney king yeah, yeah, yeah. of course well the rodney king beating and then it and then i think it got i think it was after the verdict that it got really bad when oh, they yeah. uh the police officers yeah when they found them not guilty and stuff that's the thing when it got really bad but seems like that's crazy if you if you if i if you told me about that now and then tell me about the year that would that would feel like oh man that must have had happened last week or something yeah feels like it's not, not changed anything you mentioned no. the Netflix. I I saw the uh, the I remember I saw the um, the Night Stalker documentary. Yeah. And you li you lived in LA during yeah, that did. time. Yeah. Man, how did that feel? That was that was uh that was the scariest one for sure. Uh, like, did you? I did was you nine. Scared nine, of going ten. out? No, I was scared of being going to sleep. I was. Oh shit! Yeah, I, uh, of course. I slept <laughs> with a. I I was ten, I was like nine ten years old, but I slept yeah. with a knife in my. I used to. I kept the knife next to my bed because I, I was scared of Richard Ramirez. Yeah. No joke. Because that guy he yeah he was he was brutal. I mean if you saw that I mean those parts of that documentary that I don't even remember that I don't yeah. remember hearing. Like I didn't yeah. know about all the kids. Right? Yeah, if I would have exactly. heard about all the kids back like then. Like the one he kidnapped, been, right? Uh, all of them, just all Kid the fact that no, he, but he kidnapped, kidnapped one and then drove around with her and then let her go. <laughs> and then let her go, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah he was crazy. But he, you didn't um, hear you didn't hear that part. No, actually, I don't mm. remember them ever talking about kids. Yeah. Uh, it was just about all the 
the people that he had killed. Um, yeah. That the one, you know, the one in Northridge where he shot the the guy, uh, and oh, then he, he ran after him. because yeah. uh, it was it was like at first he was kind of far away from us, but then he was moving closer and closer to. He got to the valley. He got to like within my neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of area, and uh, that's why I was scared. I was like, this dude could strike, and he had no he had no like method of our operation. You know, no, like, he just randomly. Random, and they don't even know how many other people he could have killed. Yeah, because he he um he was wanted in other states, right? Um, yeah, supposedly yeah. in other parts of California. Because yeah. I, I also didn't even know anything about San Francisco and that he was in Northern California. Until oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly thought it was all just L.A. Yeah. So, how did your your parents feel? Must, um, they must have been super scared. My mom was, you know, because back then my dad worked nights. Oh, so he wouldn't come home until two in the morning. Yeah. And, um, you know, we lived in some not so great, like not bad neighborhoods, but not great neighborhoods. No, no. And we were around the corner from some pretty bad neighborhoods. Yeah. yeah. So we were always a little bit like, uh, you know, on our toes, but when the night stalker was around dude he 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 scared the crap out of everybody Shit. he's the one he's the only serial killer in like my my time that you remember that i remember like yeah really like you everybody was talking about him everybody yeah. was scared because i can't remember how the uh, they caught the guy he um it was his shoes and then they oh, yeah, they, yeah, he, yeah he had that one he had that one pair of uh, <laughs> one pair of sneakers in Avia. LA. Yeah, one pair of Avia. That there was only like two pairs in LA or something like that. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. super crazy. Yeah, but imagine if they didn't, they wouldn't have tracked his shoe. Yeah. How many people he would have killed? Weren't, exactly. Weren't, weren't they? Weren't the the mayor or something really close to, like, uh, exposed that he was wearing those shoes? And the, yeah. the detectives were super pissed. Yeah. I think they did expose it if I don't if I'm not mistaken. No, if I'm not mistaken, something about I think I remember. <laughs> it was a good it was a good documentary, but it was really good. Yeah. I can I uh, when I saw it, I was like, wow, damn, I can't imagine how that how that must have felt living living there. You know, especially when he's like randomly doing stuff. Yeah. And he was it's not brutal. specific. Yeah. Yeah. He was brutal. He was and it was like there was no it was young, old man, woman. It, there was no exactly, like, exactly. He had no uh, similar. You know, he just, he just, they couldn't figure him out. Yeah, that's super crazy, man. And I don't think there's any, ever been anyone like him since that I'm aware of. And I get into like, yeah, no, but yeah, but as randomly as him, yeah. and that kidnaps kids, and that you know tortures people, and then that mutilates people and all that yeah. stuff just like oh, he shit. was just a pure 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 evil dude sicko shit that's crazy yeah when did um when did marissa move to la 2000 early 2011 february oh man felt felt much longer ago yeah i left 2000 i left sweden in 2010 september 10. She came, she, she came a few months later. later, yeah. 
when did uh less come same same january 2011 yeah okay but she moved to she moved to santa fe new mexico first and that's where she was working for a few years and then she moved to la she oh yeah yeah she came later yeah so yeah where do you where do you where didn't where in the lake did you guys live pasadena pasadena oh yeah now i remember it's the san gabriel valley not the san fernando valley this time (laughs) really nice part of part of uh, la county yeah super nice i recently um i recently saw pictures of uh, la man so horrible I mean, I saw, I saw, I saw pictures of, yeah, okay, for sure. I saw pictures. Yeah, I saw Venice Beach. Yeah, Venice Beach is, yeah, they had remodeled it some years ago. Yeah, they had remodeled it some years ago, and then uh, they built the police station, a skate park, and all that stuff, and it was really nice. And then, uh, yeah, eventually it's just. This is a boardwalk. I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. But dude, I go, I go there. I would go there every week. I love Venice Beach. Yeah. Yeah. There's just so much going on there. But yeah, there's there's a lot of crazy people, man. What's going? on? Why? I mean, Where, shit. That's Venice. Yeah, that's Venice Beach. Oh. No, just, no, the other picture. No, the the, the, uh, the, the, the bottom one. No, uh, says here, violence. No, this is some Roger. Or wait, this looks like above. Yeah, above homeless veterans. No, this is West 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 LA. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, West LA. I mean, Venice is West LA, but it's that's, okay. not, that's what I'm telling you. Homelessness has gotten crazy since the 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 COVID. The oh, since the, well, I'm sure it's even worse now with COVID, and they're not yeah. even talking about it. Yet. They're not even talking about how how bad homelessness is gonna, is gotten or is gonna get. <clears throat> it's because I I saw this short. Uh, I saw this another documentary on Netflix about you know this famous hotel that, uh, yeah, a, yeah, she got she got lost, uh, she got yeah, she got lost and mur- murdered. I don't know, there was like a conspiracy, Spoiler theory. Alert. yeah, <laughs> I didn't see it. No, I'm kidding. I oh, shit, sorry, <laughs> I know I saw it. That's, uh, a good, that's actually a good documentary, too, exactly. And they and they they were mentioning it in, this, in, in the documentary that it was close by to Skid Row, yes. And I was like, "Whoa, Skid yeah. Row!" I was like, "Skid Row, it's uh, how crazy. did how did how did it get so bad? I mean, was it always that bad, Skid Row?" I mean, for as for as long as I can remember, I mean, down, downtown LA was a shithole. It was. <laughs> it's it's not until the last twenty years, or like uh, yeah, the last twenty years that they've done a major revamping of downtown LA. Okay. Major, like new construction. But what, what does that mean? Do they like shoot go away to the yeah. homeless people or really? Not just the homeless, not just the homeless. It, 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 you've heard the word. Uh, you've heard the term um, gentrification, right? Yeah. Okay. So basically, any any place that opens a Starbucks, basically, you know, it changes it changes the dynamics of the neighborhood. <laughs> so they say when this when the more money comes in, and then all the the the, the less money is is pushed out from that yeah. area. Yeah, and uh, and that's what they did with downtown. They took all the the lower income and yeah. pushed it out, and they pushed them probably way further east. 
but that doesn't stuff. really solve the problem. No, all they no, do no. is move all the homeless people yeah. to another place. And that's what, that's exactly what they're doing now. They constantly do that. You just push yeah. them from one city to another, um, and that's now wrong, they're, they're making camps everywhere. Yeah, but I'm yeah. sure at this point it's like, I, I'm pretty sure it's gotten way worse than it was when I was there just two years ago. It's crazy uh, since COVID. But um, yeah, so basically downtown, they they pushed all the all the lower income out. They moved in a lot of new businesses, a lot of mm, restaurants. Yeah. It's become completely hipster. It, I mean, yeah. downtown LA is fun. It's you can go and do a lot of stuff. And, uh, there's so much to see. There's festivals and all kinds of stuff going on downtown. But right there, you still have Skid Row. Yeah, exactly. And, and literally, you can be, it's like night and day difference. Like you could be walking down the street. And this happened to me, Marissa, <laughs> and, and um, uh, my friend Donovan. We, we were huh. walking, and I had never been to Skid Row before. And, you just uh, heard about it. Yeah, yeah. we were just down, downtown. We were, we, we were trying to find a place. We were taking pictures of graffiti. So Marissa actually had the camera on her, like she had a camera like on uh, wrapped around her like neck, and we turned the corner and we're walking down the street, and it all of a sudden Flipping. just like we were just like where did where did we how, how where are we? <laughs> and we didn't think about like oh, oh let's turn around and go back. Yeah, it just went on. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, and then all of a sudden like people walking up like hey nice camera nice camera. <laughs> So oh, it was fuck. me. It was like me, Don, me and Donovan and Marissa in the middle, and I was just like, "Dude, we're about to get jumped. We're gonna get something's <laughs> gonna go down." People were looking, and I just I felt so uncomfortable. But you know, I I just I never really thought about the fact that. Just, and this was during the day. This is during the day. This is like, yeah, broad. You know, maybe two in the afternoon. Yeah. And uh, I mean, um, uh, um. It's like that all day, every day. You know, they're, no, they're, yeah, they don't exactly. go home. They exactly. have it's, it's no. tent, they're in tents. They're in yeah. in um uh what do you call those um those places where you can you know you can get food um, oh, shelters yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. they're all in this area. So okay, we we just happen to keep walking, and you know at this point we also didn't know where we were going because yeah. it's, it's several streets. Yeah, exactly. So it's like a neighborhood. kept walking deeper into it, and then we finally made our way out. But man. It was, oh, man, it, was, it was scary. scary. It was, it was yeah. scary. It was, and it was, it was just, it sucked to think that this is, you know, right here. I mean, it's yeah. been there for years, but I, I'd never really been over there. And, well, you know, I've seen homelessness. I see homelessness all the time where, where I go biking. I see the tents right. in the middle of the LA river yeah. under every freeway bridge, but <clears throat> yeah, I know just this concentrated, everybody just right there. It's just like, yeah. You know, and then I'm working and I'm building all these multi-million dollar homes, and I'm just yeah. like the the, the, the class differences yeah. really sucks. You don't see it's that like, in many exactly. places, um, no. but you definitely see it in LA. Yeah. So that's, that's that's super. I mean, it's horrible that you know think that city like LA has areas like that. Yeah. But uh, but but when I think <clears throat> about it, you know, it's it's. It's super common like that in, in the Philippines when I think about it, like in Manila and uh, other big cities, like there's so many slum slum pay, uh, places. Yeah. And you see all kind of stuff. So uh, when's the last time you were in the Philippines? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> never been. Oh, you've never been there? No. Oh, man. I go there soon. I, uh, I, hope to, uh, I hope to go there soon. Yeah. One day. Uh, where, my dad, my dad, dad had from? never been back. He's from uh, Ilocos Norte, Hawaii. Okay. 
Okay, okay. To the very top. But most of his family all live. They all live in California. So, yeah. Or around California, or in. But uh, he he was he was born there, right? In the Philippines. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. But he had never been back since he left. Since he was fifteen. Yeah. So. Damn. Yeah. I was always hoping that we would be able to go together. Um, do you, Do you know if you have family there? Ah, uh, yeah, I do, but nobody I know. No, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, we're a pretty big family, so yeah. I, 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 we have a lot of cousins. Just cousins, yeah. There, cousins you've never met. No. Yeah. And don't even have them on Facebook. Like I, I don't. No, no. The majority no. of our our uh, immediate family is all in California. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, but 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 seeing po poverty, you know, up close like that is, it's, it's a life changer. Yeah, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my parents to show me, you know, all of that when when I was uh, like Leia's age. Yeah, because because uh, back then, you know, when you're a kid, everything's the same. You know, you don't see class differences. You know, no. a house is a house. So you, the older I got, the older I realized, wow, you know, you appreciate things, uh, appreciate things more. Especially when when me and Christina, when we last time we when we went to the Philippines, we went to um, Siargao. Yeah, this island. Uh, we saw saw a lot of uh, poor people, but it's so it's so heartwarming when you saw you know even though they were so poor and and uh, you saw that they didn't have much and stuff, but they were super happy. They're like super excited. <laughs> see a foreigner because yeah. definitely see that was i was a foreigner so it was very heartwarming and uh and uh awesome to see that people that you know they're still happy and you know just to be there yeah so it's, it sucks to see when you know when you see it especially in la and stuff but i can i can imagine yeah. especially that's crazy cra yeah exactly exactly but it's crazy that how uh, what the government is doing, like they're just moving, moving them along. They're not trying to solve. I mean, no, a, a small part are probably trying to trying to to solve it and stuff. But they, I guess they it's... are making shelter uh, these uh, tiny homes now. Yeah. Which is something I've been wanting to do for years. Like yeah. tiny homes for the for the homeless. Yeah. Um. So they're starting to do that now, and especially in North Hollywood. Actually, like I've seen a few articles pop up on Facebook. Yeah. About these new uh, homeless uh, neighborhoods that they're building, and yeah. I think that's great. But <laughs> there is a lot of homeless people. Yeah, but but I think I think that that would definitely help. But I think the problem starts starts so much earlier. I mean, how did he get homeless from the beginning, right? Yeah. Oh man, I can tell you stories. <laughs> yeah. About how it works over there in the states? It's it's horrible. It's, I can imagine because I I hear I hear, I hear that. There's a lot of like uh, families that you know middle class have it good, and then suddenly they're poor and wound up in Skid Row, things like yeah. that. It's yeah. crazy. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of BS going on over yeah. there. You know, uh, it uh, it. Uh, there's companies like banks uh, that rip people off yeah. and that have literally put people on the streets and they do it legally 
and is, uh, yeah it's sad so what made you what made you and marissa feel like ah it, it is this is enough we, we need we need to move out out of here what was what was like the drop <laughs> it was definitely after after trump became okay. president i think that's when you started to see change you feel you, you felt it you felt the mm. the tension in the air that you never felt before you know in california where it's very uh diverse quite liberal you know um you started really feeling this this tension like mm. uh, and people everybody's on edge it felt like everybody's just ready to uh. know, point a gun at you and pull the trigger Oh, it's man. just it's just there was a lot of a lot of everybody's angry yeah and uh it de definitely divided and i didn't like that vibe i don't like it you know driving i, I drive i drive a lot over there uh yeah. in, in traffic and i i have road rage issues myself yeah yeah so, but you never know that somebody would exactly there's yeah. there's always there's every you know there's a lot of people that roll around with guns i, I know people that have roll around with guns yeah i don't I never did. I don't even own no. one. But yet, yeah. I got mad and, and would get crazy with people and yeah. knowing that that person could also have a gun. And yeah. especially after I think the, the Trump era, I was starting to become, and especially after I had uh, Sia, that's mm. when I started to become more aware of like uh, it's not safe. The, whole, the whole situation yeah. and like thinking like, I don't want to be in a car where she gets hit by a stray bullet oh yeah shit. um i don't want to you know just the, the, certain things that scenarios that i was just like i i didn't want to be i yeah. just i don't know i just felt like it's time <laughs> yeah i don't know I just i just felt like things are just <clears throat> changing and i was getting really fed up and sick of certain things and a lot of people and yeah ready for change i guess and um you know marissa and i had always been planning we've been talking about it for quite a few years um yeah that we would move back when Sia was of of a of age, like to go to yeah. school. <clears throat> yeah. But then, uh, you know, my my dad's passing away, and then yeah. Marissa's parents came to visit us, and you could see that that they they had age they were aging. Yeah. We we right away were like, okay, I think it's time for us to just go now. Yeah. Uh, and everything worked out right. Like my mom was ready to come back to Europe to be closer to her family. She hadn't seen them for almost twenty years. Exactly. Uh, my sister was getting fed up in California as well, and they wanted to make a move. Yeah. So we all actually left in 2019. We all moved, yeah. we all left California. So. But you still got family there, right? Yeah, yeah. All, all my cousins yeah. and yeah, exactly. everybody. Yeah, but my yeah. my mom, my sister, and yeah, her her immediate family were where we've all left. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we we don't we don't regret it one bit. No, no, no. Not one. But you day. never know. Maybe you like. When Sia is older, in like 10, 15 years, you guys yeah. feel like, um, oh, and sure. LA's, LA's is better or whatever. <laughs> you never know. We never yeah, know. You never know. Now that Trump's out of office, not that <laughs> Biden is any better, but we'll see, no, but... you know, we'll see how the economy bounces back. Although now there's COVID and then we'll see, you know, that's opened exactly. the doors to a lot of other, um, scenarios yeah. that, uh, you know, that are uncertain. Yeah. Uh, in the future, so I'm, I'm not sure what's going to happen now in the United States or in the rest of the world, for that matter. But who know? Who knows? I know Sia talks about the state. She loves. She loves Pasadena. Of course. Can't imagine. So. Yeah. She she loves it here. She's happy here. Yeah. She, her she Swedish is better than yours, right? Oh, way better. Than, <laughs> she's, she's Swedish. 
definitely Swedish now. But but she got she got um she got American passport also, yes. right? Yeah. yeah, she's dual. Yeah, dual citizenship. Uh, That's awesome. That's yeah. good. Uh, gives her good um opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. So she's she we and we don't want to give that up because yeah she may want to study abroad and but but does she have to entertain it in some way or. No. Just leave it. Leave it. Oh. No, citizenship stays with you, basically. Yeah. Nice. That's nice. Unless you, uh, unless you choose to uh, revoke it or what revoke you call it, it, yeah. it in, yeah. yeah. So that's nice. We'll yeah. That's awesome. We'll keep it. For How's a while. uh? What? We'll keep it for a while. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. How's um? How's your MMA going? <laughs> oh man, it's not not MMA. Just BJJ. It's good. <laughs> oh yeah, BJJ. Yeah, sorry. I've been working lately, so I haven't been training as much, but uh. We haven't been to class in a while, but when I've been rolling with, uh, you know, Hank and um, another guy from our school. Yeah, you mentioned. And uh, that's been fun. I mean, I think I've improved. Uh, stamina's improved. You know. How does your body feel? It's always hurting after every. Okay. <laughs> after, I mean, it doesn't matter if I train three, four days a week. It feels like yeah. I get hit by a train every <laughs> time. You know, and. Um, But it's fun, yeah. You know, you always come home. I mean, even if you're in pain, you come home yeah. going like, "Oh man, that was how, a lot of fun." If um, before, before pre-COVID, how often would you would you go to, to class like BJJ? Oh, well, we were training back then. We had four days a week: four days Monday, a week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturdays. Yeah. Now and we have. Felt, now we have classes every day. And you felt that your uh, body could recover. During that time, um, no, I was okay. always in pain. I was taking okay. painkillers and oh, shit. <laughs> before class sometimes because I had I have two bad shoulders already. Oh yeah, you mentioned so that. that was already an issue. Um, yeah, how's how's your shoulder now? They're better. I've been training yeah. them a lot more, so um, they're they're much stronger than they were. You can't install like a steel steel shoulder. <laughs> they, when I had the surgery, I was actually hoping they were gonna make me bionic, but. Uh, <laughs> No, <laughs> you were like, if Hank has you in a in a lock, you'll be like, just open it up. Yeah. Super easy. <laughs> you cannot destroy me. No, man, he's a beast, that guy. That dude. Yeah, I was thinking because I I was thinking that you know Hank or even some younger younger guys, how would your body like uh, feel? <laughs> They're all younger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how would you? How how was? How would your body feel? Yeah, it, it's um, it's um, especially if you don't train. Like uh, before, I started jujitsu. I wasn't. Uh, mm. I would mountain bike every now and then, so I would ride my bike. But that wasn't. I wasn't getting toned, or I mean, I was losing no. weight. I wasn't. Uh, but I wasn't fit. I'm still no. not fit. Yeah. But when you do. Um, Jiu-jitsu, it's like it's your cardio, it's your you know everything, using yeah. everything in such a short uh, span. Because sometimes you can you're only grappling for 30 seconds before you get submitted, right? Mm. But even in those 30 seconds, it feels like you fought for your life. <laughs> sometimes you know you're like yeah. pushing all your might and nothing's happening, and then next thing you know, you're choked or whatever, being yeah. submitted. Um, but yeah, it's up to stretch. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Lots of stretching and yeah. uh, <laughs> stretching before and after. Right? Before and after, yeah, yeah. definitely trying to stay uh, warm. Yeah. And then now I train. I try to train more. 
try to stay yeah. a little bit more in shape and run. Yeah. Um, but I still have a lot to work on. But it's it's my my game has improved. I think my my stamina, my cardio, everything has improved. But yeah, I'm also not young, so no, no, no. exactly. Because yeah. I remember when I was doing Muay Thai in my early early twenties, and I remember that you know my muscle would be sore and stuff, but. <clears throat> in the in the longer run, my body got used to it, right? So I'm thinking like, yeah, if, if I if I would do that now, so I would need, probably no need a week to recover or something. Or more, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and, I can and if you get an injury, it's yeah. really long time to recover. Yeah. I mean, you're you're over 30, so that's that first. I think when I hit 30, that's when I started to really feel like my body was changing. When yeah, 40. Oh man, I was like, "That's a whole different, whole different feeling." But uh, I feel good. I'm forty, you know, forty five. I feel yeah, like better than I felt in many years. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I mean, as long better. as you keep active, yeah, I think that's that's, that's good. Yeah, and uh, as long as you well. listen to your body, that's I think <laughs> super fine. So, so, so I think I think that's fine. But you you never you're not you're not thinking about competing or anything like I, I would love tournament. to actually um yeah I, I don't know if I've been training hard enough to compete but I would love to just to try it you yeah. know I'd be I'd be competing with guys over forty so that's to so my there are guys competing over forty oh yeah there's, there's like two people 50. in Sweden there's, no there's there's <laughs> um you know I went to the grappling industries competition in Copenhagen last year yeah and. Uh, There was a guy, Danish guy, who was probably over fifty. Wow! Smashing everybody. He was a brown Shit. belt. Wow! He was Shit. a brown belt, but he was tearing people up. He was a big guy too. I mean, yeah, really tall, but also very like, really heavy. I mean, kind of heavy. Yeah. But he, I mean, he's like you would never think somebody like that would ma would like ha handle people. Wow! Younger, way younger than him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was advancing. And to, I think he even won in his uh, in his division. division, and he was fighting people in their 30s. Shit. So, um, you know, it you can't count anyone out. Uh, just yeah. Everyone's different, but of course, uh, yeah, I would ideally like to fight somebody that's <laughs> in my age group. Yeah, of course. So, but then you know, there's guys in my school now that are because that are my age group, and they'll they'll mess me up. <laughs> so, but, so easily <laughs> but that's fine you know yeah. that's fine I was, I, it would be so much uh, it would be really bummer if you're like top of the food chain and you can't you can't really get a challenge or something no no so. I uh, no there's definitely some good dudes out there well what well going. you got you got blue belt right now yeah 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 and next next is Uh, oh, you got need the stripes, right? You need a few stripes, uh, yeah. four stripes technically, and then, uh, and then you're purple, and then yeah. brown, and then black. So I have a ways to go, but I'm I'm looking forward to the journey because it's for me it's all about the journey, and yeah. and I've done different martial arts before, but this is the one where I I really want to chase that that black belt. Yeah. I really enjoy yeah. this. So nice. and I don't care how long it takes me, yeah. will, I will get it. Yeah, that's that's what I want to. I want to. I want to go for us. My my end goal. I'd love yeah. to be an instructor, even if I'm older. Yeah. I don't care. It'd be fun to be an instructor. Yeah. I think it's such a cool sport. That's awesome. So, you can do a uh, BIM and BJJ. Yeah. <laughs> Company that learns out BIM and BJJ. 
Love you. Well, I'm hoping our girls are going to learn. And yeah, probably, probably I need to. I need that. to enroll Leah because she's like, even though she's uh, she's doing swimming right now, even though she's doing swimming, she's just like full of energy. She yeah. she's like sometimes want to wrestle with me and stuff. I was like, oh god damn, this kid, it's like bursting of nuclear power or something. <laughs> so yeah, I really want to. I really want to enroll her. Yeah, especially Mason as well. Cause he's uh he's a little bit, a little bit he's like he can be physical sometimes like I'm when sure. he can't when he can't control his emotions he's like want to hit something so uh yeah definitely want to enroll him as well <laughs> but he's like right, he's like right. full full strength that yeah. that kid he's not really as flexible as Leia and but he's like pure he's like pure strength that kid I feel he's I feel is like uh, I felt his like calf uh, the other day when he like really uh, uh, what's it called flexed when he flexed it yeah I was like damn this is pretty hard dang like, he's only two kid. right it's yeah like, he's soon three yeah. but it's like damn this calf is fucking <laughs> what's wrong with this kid wow. <laughs> what are we feeding him Chinese ducks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. But that's cool. That's uh, that's awesome. How, how do you know anything more about the the kids class that Hank? Uh, uh no. Um, okay. I think Hank is waiting for the uh, to to uh, for the whole, all the everyone in his family to get the vaccine. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah. that you sure. know he can train with with uh, a good conscience. So, yeah. um, I think sometime in June he's gonna be back. Oh. June. Yeah. So in a few weeks, hopefully. They'll be back and they can start the class. So, time to start buying those geese. <laughs> I have to find a nice one for for Sia. Is there is there uh in her size? Yeah, they make them in her size. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just don't know That's what good. color to get yet. <laughs> get with some camo one. Yeah. <laughs> she likes she likes purple and pink and all that stuff. So, <laughs> let her be her for now. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. But, uh, but you're I'm doing saying, um now now that it's getting warmer you're doing mountain biking as well as well right I haven't ridden yet not this yeah. season um but I'd like to when it's getting a little bit warmer yeah uh, well I, yeah I should I should just go out and ride any day now but uh, I'm yeah. so busy with the oh, cabin yeah, but maybe sure. in a few weeks I'll start taking my bike out and because yeah. how did uh, how did you get into it um, in first place well I, I went riding with my cousin like in the early 2000s. And I thought it was so much fun, even though I sucked and my condition was horrible. Yeah. So I wanted to get into it then, but I was too lazy and all that stuff to, to put money into it. Yeah. Finally, years later, I, uh, after like telling Marissa that I wanted to do it for so long, I mm. picked up a used bike. And then Marissa was like, okay, well, if you're going to ride, can I buy a bike too? So she picked up a bike. And then yeah. we, we went on this like we would ride around locally and then we went on this uh christmas uh, vacation where we went riding uh out okay. by vegas we took yeah. our bikes went and stayed in a hotel in vegas but yeah. then we went riding in like red rock oh, and nice. out by um um lake mead and all that stuff it was really fun and, and there's officially christmas. bike tracks yeah, there's some bike trails and we yeah, did bike trails yeah. yeah and then there's we did a lot of like uh just off-road uh, uh we just rode and uh you know, oh, I, that's nice. We didn't. I didn't do much research, and 
we didn't have full suspension bikes. We were just using hardtails. And Marissa yeah. was keeping up. And, and we, yeah. we, the trail wow. we rode was really hard. It was <clears throat> mostly rocks. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. And she could yeah. see how I like I changed. I become like a little kid on my bike. So uh, she's like, I can, just, just I can, I can imagine. Yeah. Because I remember when I did it uh, with my work, we did it out in the countryside. Yeah. And I, I can, I can, I can, I know the feeling you're talking about because when you see the scenery and you just, you just, you don't know where you're, exactly where you're going. You're just yeah. following the trail. Yeah. And uh, it's like, I don't know if you can say it's like a sense of adventure or, or, For sure. Uh, you know exploring and stuff but it was it was it was super fun but i was you know by the <laughs> we, we didn't bike so so far but at the end of the end of the trail i was like gassed out i was like i'm done i'm done yeah. <laughs> I, i was i was so out but uh yeah i can imagine what you're talking about sounds but, like sounds like real fun but you're doing um Isaberga, right yeah Are you gonna bike? Uh, oh, oh, the tra the bike trail over there. Are you gonna? Is that what you guys are gonna do when you go there? Or? Um, in, there, there's so much you can do there, but um, we'll see. We'll see what what's going on. Because Marissa, Marissa is actually debating on on joining you guys. Yeah. And then uh, I'm like, I'm gonna definitely bike, but uh, yeah. I'm not sure if I'm gonna bring my bike or if I just rent one. Yeah. But, yeah, but uh, we can we can talk about that later. Yeah. No worries. Could be fun. They have some oh, nice uh, trails oh, out there. Definitely. They've been really building a lot. I keep seeing it online, so that's one place I have to ride. <laughs> I don't know if it's like a famous place. I have no idea. Oh like yeah, it, it well, is. It seems to be. Yeah, yeah. But this uh, area, because it's it's what this it's it's still in this area, right? Skon is it Skåne? No, it's Småland. Is it Småland? Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, because all the other big trails are all up north, like way far from here. All the big, yeah, all the big mountain bike parks. I think that's the yeah. closest one to this area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you know, down here everything's flat. And uh, <clears throat> if you if you move to uh, the bar, then uh, <laughs> then you have uh, all all the hills and stuff. So. I I uh, I've never been there, we, but I'd like to go. But for you sure, never been to the bar? No. That's Stockholm, a nice place. Never. Yeah, I'd like to go yeah. there. Yotibor is a pretty chill place. Pe people are quite friendly and stuff. Uh, we, should, uh, we should do a trip there too. Sure. I'm looking forward to the one in July, though. I think that's gonna. Yeah, be it's fun. gonna be. It's gonna be real fun. Yeah. Okay, bro. Um, yeah. thank you for for your time. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I hope you. I hope. Uh, I hope you get everything. Uh, everything will go smoothly with the cabin and. And uh, the the BIM, I hope you get good news from that as well. Yeah, thank you, man. I, I hope so too. But uh, but yeah, thank you again, and um, thanks for everyone listening, and don't forget to subscribe. Yep, lo-fi with Chris. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> yeah. Take care. Later.